midsole. <laughs> you remembered. I didn't know you'd remember. I was wondering if you might remember. Oh, that's nice the, to know. The clap brought it back. I don't know that I like that catchphrase. I don't know if I want that to be our sticking catchphrase here. Oh, <laughs> I just I caught it. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion. Getting off on a weird foot here. We're trying to find our rhythm. We took like a week off between recording, which I guess is kind of normally what we do, but I guess it's really like a week and a half at this point. So yeah, if, going yeah. to old school, technical uh, difficulties or mishaps. So we're just on the phone. We're not seeing each other. I don't like it. This is like the dark ages. It really is. I'm over here rubbing two sticks together trying to get a fire going. <laughs> Try to start a spark over here. Mm. Yeah. At this point, this episode is so whatever already. I got a granola bar right here. Y'all might hear me smack in mid-episode <laughs> as I just decide to eat it. Now listen, I'm comfy. I'm getting comfortable over here. Ooh, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody, You know what? Everybody at home, grab your granola bar. Get ready for this one. Go grab it. Because what we're going to talk about today is my experience buying and selling at round two. And if you don't know, you're about to find out. Let's not keep them waiting. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Y'all catch me with a mouthful of food. I'm going to hate myself later. I'm going to be like, Ryan, why'd you do that? But in this moment, I just want to eat a granola bar. It me. I call the cops. (laughs) This was already such a bad idea. (laughs) I'm sitting there with a mouthful of granola. I was like, boy, I really didn't think this through. (laughs) But now I took one bite. So it's like, do I save the rest of the granola bar for another 40 minutes from now when I'm free to actually eat it? Or do I just... Mm. What what do I, what do I do here? I mean, I guess you could say that it's not going to go bad, you know. But but at the same time, that's true. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, y'all might hear me smacking. <laughs> Smack talk, Tanner. Before we get into today's episode, I did mm-hmm. want to stop and thank everyone that showed us so much love last week on our sneaker politics Adidas Forum eighty four episode. It was our most listened to episode on the first day. We got. A ton of cool people resharing it on their Instagram story. We got more followers. Just a lot of cool stuff came out of that one. So thank you, everyone, who showed us love on that one. And for anyone that's new to the show now from that episode, hey, welcome. This is our show. This is our podcast. Yes, thank you all for joining in. We got a a lovely catalog for you all to go back to. Um, Hopefully, you can see the progression uh, of this podcast. I think think we've, we've gotten better. I've learned a lot. Um, so, uh, hopefully you'll be able to, to hear it. Uh, uh, you know, we got some, we got some bangers back there for y'all to, to, to listen to. So plenty more to come and a ton to listen back to. Very true. We also did a blog post on the last episode you can catch on our website, but to your point, speaking of the progression of the quality and content over the, the year and some change that it's been, have you ever gone back and listened to the first episode that we did? No, I'm afraid that audio quality will make you cringe and it's just we're so we're so nervous and just trying to figure the whole thing out but we got it down now it's only going to keep getting better yeah so i'm, I'm glad you know i think we, we get some traction at, at good points uh you know where where a an episode or an ig post just does really well for us um so i'm i'm thankful that when we do get new listeners it's usually 
you know, we have figured it out. So uh, very thankful for everybody um, who stopped by. Hopefully, you know, like I said, you, you're cozy on your couch. You're ready for some more perfect content. You've got your granola bar. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. I can hear you do. <laughs> I tried so hard to make it sound like I didn't have a mouthful of granola, but I'm glad you... Over the the terrible phone connection, you can hear it, which means this microphone is definitely picking it up. <laughs> oh, boy. You're shaking that crumbs right out of that mic. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to hold off now. <laughs> At least until you start talking for a while, and then I'll eat it again. There you go. Okay. We've kept on waiting long enough, Tanner. Today, I want to talk about my experience of buying and selling at round two. Now, how familiar are you with round two? We'll break it down for the people, but just so I know going in, how familiar are you? Uh, in the sense of the premise of it, uh, you know, it is a, it's a, I believe it's a consignment shop, but you can also kind of just like sell something uh, to them. So they, they will buy clothing and shoes uh and then they will sell it it could either be uh dead stock it could be used i know about that i think when we went to chicago we stopped um at round two i don't remember 100 percent um but that is essentially my knowledge of them that's pretty good that's pretty close i don't think they do consignment but they do buy sell and trade I think when we went to Chicago, they had not opened up their Chicago location yet. You and I gotcha. went to Boneyard. You might be thinking of that. Yes. But yeah, there you go. I don't think round two is open yet. So for everyone else that doesn't know, round two, again, a chain of, I, I say chain. It's not like a big chain. <laughs> they have five different cities they're in, and they started out of Virginia. Three guys that started it. One of the guys is Sean Wotherspoon, who, who I'm sure you know from the Witherspoon Air Max 97.1, um, hmm. his Adidas collab, his Asics collab, just he's an internet presence, but started in Virginia, then I think opened up a location in Los Angeles, then New York, then I think Miami, and Chicago is their latest location, and pretty much every city they're in, they have at least two stores. They have Round 2, which is kind of like buy, sell, trade for uh, the latest kind of hype beast and sneakerhead so it's clothing and shoes, hats, Supreme accessories. And then their other store that they have is Round 2 Vintage, which is about what it sounds like. It's, I think it's a lot of focus on 80s, 90s, maybe even 2000s clothing, shirts, jackets, shorts, whatever. But it's a cool store because, like Tanner said, they buy both new and used stuff. So if you've got some stuff that you're not wearing anymore and you know it's worth something and maybe you're in one of those cities. I don't think they'll take it if you ship it to them. They don't have an online web store. But you can bring it in and trade in all your used shoes towards store credit on a pair of the latest and greatest Travis Scott McNugget ones, you know? Ooh. I thought you were going to talk longer. I popped the last bit of the granola bar in my mouth. Give me something. Buy me some time. I, I, I You just described the store, so I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know what you thought that what that 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 uh that was coming back. <laughs> yep, that that's that's what I thought it was. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. So I guess the story I'll tell today is my latest experience going and buying from there. Boy, that granola really hit different. This is the granola episode. We're gonna the, the episode's called buying and selling it round two in parentheses the granola episode. It's like a Fallout Boy is, song. This is our granola arc. 
like in a in a television show there's an arc of like a oh okay yeah <laughs> i love the granola subplot okay back to the episode i swear we got all these new listeners who were like man they did a very comprehensive episode on a recent local collab and then they go to listen to the very next episode two guys are just sitting there like how about granola terrible <laughs> so for those of you that don't know me personally uh, my girlfriend, shout out Amanda, lives in Chicago. Yes, I know it's long distance. Yes, we got a plan. Don't at me. <laughs> don't don't come in my people, DMs. People people always love to say when I'm like, my girlfriend lives in Chicago. They're like, oh, long distance, huh? And I'm like, yep, that's about right. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I'm living it. So the last time I went up there to visit her, it was late September, early October. And normally, every time I go up there, well, I guess under normal conditions, not COVID conditions, I like to go into the city. I like to now go to the round two store since it's been open. Look around. You never know what you're going to find. That's what I like about shops like that. You remember we talked about that was kind of like the charm of Union Street Shop. Like you might walk in and see something that you weren't expecting to see and you might just make an impulse purchase. Yeah, that, I, I think that's so that's the best thing. And then obviously they they take in used pairs as well, which is really great because you know obviously if you're buying it online you're just hoping that like the photos are very accurate but being able to hold the pair to see how worn they are what the condition is like is awesome and then inventory constantly changing every day they're getting something new uh so it it is a great thing if you live closer in that area you could almost just go just literally any day just be like what's new did you get a new shoe did you get a couple new shoes it's just so fun and then obviously being in a large city it's just on a even bigger scale which is the charm yeah exactly so in the days leading up you know before i'm about to fly out before i'm about to make my visit of course i'm following them on instagram i see them post a pair of shoes half size down technically from what i wear could still fit in it that i've been eyeballing for a while been trying to find a pair of my size or close enough use condition fine by me i just need the right price and these are it now tanner let me ask you right now i'll let you do the choose your own adventure book do i tell Ooh. them right now what the shoe is or do i save it for later in the episode mm, i want to say i want to say save it because i think it's going to be great but i also ooh, i think you you know what they deserve it They've been very they deserve it. Very good. I think you let them know because it just makes the story even that more exciting. Okay. So they post a pair of Para Air Max ones. And I guess really there's no point in a- <laughs> there's no point in asking, should I wait to tell them or not? Because that's probably going to be the cover art for this episode. So you probably yeah. have already seen them, but that's okay. If you didn't look or if you didn't know, the shoes that are probably the cover art for this episode are the shoes I wanted. Came out in 2018. Not that easy to get at the time. Since then, prices have only gone up, even on used pairs. So they post a pair, 10 and a halfs. And the thing about round two, they don't answer DMs. They, they don't do email. They don't do calls. It's just, if it's still there when you get there, it's still there. And if it's not, it's not. But I'm coming from Louisiana. So it's like, okay, I want those shoes. I separately already have some pairs of shoes that I've been trying to sell and some clothes that I've been looking to get rid of. Some Kanye shirts, some caused unique low stuff that I, you know, I don't want to list those individually on eBay or grailed. I don't want to deal with the hassle of selling those individually. Someone gets it. They don't like it. They want to send it back. You know, I, I don't want to just go drop them off at Goodwill. I know they're worth something. I think I'm sure I talked to you about it. I think I spent a couple days 
debating with myself whether or not it was worth it to bring. I think it was about six shirts and mm-hmm. no, five shirts and one hoodie and two pairs of shoes. Uh, Nike Dunk Low Miller High Lifes and Nike Dunk Low Erie SBs. And I've got one of those big two pairs of shoes sneaker backpacks from the Shrine Co. And it's great for something like this. But you don't want to fly across the country with two pairs of shoes and six Mm-mm. shirts that you're not wearing on a weekend trip if you don't need to. And I'm not about to pay for the checked bag or the carry on, you know, because if they don't take it. By the time you were talking to me about whether or not you should, you had you had already said that these were the you showed me the shirts and you showed me the two shoes. And I think you were like clothes for sure. But you were very like, I don't know if I want to bring the shoes on because I think the the company you were flying with there, you could you got a free um, like personal, but coming yeah. back, you didn't have a free personal. So bringing an extra bag there was no cash. I had a, I had a free personal both ways. You always have a personal when you fly. I think I'm sorry. Overhead. Yeah. A, a carry on. I think there I had. Go. A carry on on the way there, but not on the way back. And so it was like, yeah, I don't want to go up there with all that stuff. And then if they don't take it now, I got to pay to send it back or I got to like put it in a box and ship it to myself. But then you worry about it getting lost. And so, yeah, went back and forth on it for a while. But then you finally, finally made the decision, the bold (laughs) choice. Eventually decided that I could squeeze that in there along with a weekend's worth of clothes because that's how long I was going to be up there for. But the weekend's worth of clothes is like, all right, I got a shirt, underwear, and socks for every day, like one pair of jeans, but can't can't do more than that. Thankfully, going at the right time of the year that I didn't need a big heavy coat. Lucked out on that regard. Good season. So I decided I'm going to go up there with everything, fit all the shoes. I still had the box for the Nike SB Dunk Eries. So I break down the box. I flatten it. You know, I'm not cutting it up. I'm just disassembling it and flattening it. Fit that in the backpack. And I'm like, because here's the thing. Here's why I wanted to do this episode. If you've never sold to round two before, there's really no way to, to know what they take, what they don't take, how much stuff might be worth, what condition of stuff they take in. And I'm the biggest proponent of the round two show on YouTube. I love watching it. I think we talked about it in our like, uh, what was it? The sneakerheads in quarantine episode. And it was yeah. one of the things I suggested doing and binging. I binge it all the time. I love watching it, but on their show, I feel like more often than not, you see people bringing in dead stock new pairs that just came out or hyped old releases that just came out. And I'm like, oh, but these are worn. They're not in the greatest condition. I know they're still worth something, especially right now in the SB bubble, but are they worth more with the box? I have no idea. So I'll just bring it and find out. So I bring it. Fly up there with it. Sweat. (laughs) That bag was so heavy on me, Tanner. That bag was so heavy on me. It's got to be with all the clothes in there. I'm bad at gas weight. I'm not going to gas weight. Let me just say it was heavy, hefty, like me on Thanksgiving, just bulging Mm. at the seams there. Eating. (laughs) Not hungry. (laughs) So get up there. I think I fly up there on a Thursday, Friday morning. Uh, Amanda lives in the suburbs, so we're kind of staying in the suburbs. Friday morning, drive down to the city. They open at noon. I think we get in line at like 1130. Damn. And up to this point, you know, you you still want to get there a little bit early. But at this point, I'm there on a Friday. They posted the shoes earlier in the week. I have no idea if those shoes are still even in there or not. So now I'm sitting there like going back and forth. And I'm like, 
well, if the shoes aren't in there, like, do I just want to sell all this stuff for cash? Maybe I look around, see if there's something else I want. What do I even mm. do here? Yeah, because then what if all they what if all they want to give you is store credit? What if they're not giving you cash? Yeah, exactly. So then it's like, uh, I mean, I guess you got to find. I really don't want to fly back with all this stuff because it's so heavy, especially the shirts. The shirts, I'm like, I just want to be done with all this stuff. So I sit there. Well, I don't say. Imagine I stand there for 30 minutes waiting to get in. Doors finally open. Tanner, I'm I'm walking fast. I'm a fast paced wire now. We're, I'm not Black Friday pace, but I'm like Karen in a Target pace. You know, I'm moving quickly. Well, you gotta. You know what I mean? You can't be. Look, the turtle in the in the fable might win the race, but the turtle loses the shoes. Okay, that's the part they don't tell you about. <laughs> when was the last time any of you saw a turtle with shoes on? Hit us exactly. in the DMs. I want to see the post. I need to see the proof. I'm not taking your word for it. Yeah, no. Video evidence only. <laughs> oh, video. You're not even taking pictures? No, no. Photoshop too easily. <laughs> you can't Photoshop a video, but you could Photoshop a picture. But you wouldn't yeah. download a car. Yeah, Ryan, it's called Photoshop. Come on, get with it. <laughs> That's very true. It's not called <laughs> Video Shop. I've never heard of Video Shop. Me either. This man over here spitting facts. Okay. <laughs> Doors open. Appreciate this. They're checking everyone's temperature at the door. Got to wear a mask inside. Only oh, a certain number yep. of people at one time. It's a big store, but hey, good on them. Taking the COVID. Pro- of any store I've been in during quarantine in Louisiana or Chicago, the only one that's taken my temperature. And that was, now that I think about it, kind of funny. Like, really a resale store. Like, that's mm. that's where we're drawing the line. But I, sh- I appreciate it. I applaud it. Shout out to them. Yeah. So, temperature's good, Tanner. I don't want you to be worried there. I'm doing all right here. You got in, so I figured. Yeah, very true. <laughs> That's true. I guess you know how this story ends, so I don't need to I don't need to kind of break down to you every step there. Okay. <laughs> We've kept the people hanging for like three minutes now on the premise that I'm in the store. So let's progress. Mm-hmm. I'm in the store. I go over to the counter. I look in the display case. They're there. They're sitting <sighs> there. That's a big moment. Now the adrenaline's rushing. Now you've been with me in that moment, and you've been in that moment too before. When the adrenaline starts rushing on a sneaker purchase or a Life of Pablo merch purchase, and you're like, okay, I know coming into here, coming in here, I had the game plan on how much I was willing to spend, and like I needed them to take this much and trade in order for it to be worth it. But now mm-hmm. I'm looking at them. Now I'm getting, now I'm getting irresponsible here. Yeah, quick. Yeah, once you're in the zone and and you see them there, yeah, your limit of what you'll spend quickly is dissolved. <laughs> Going in, I had this whole game plan of like, I think the shoes are worth this much in store credit and they take the, the shirts for this much. But if they don't want to take this, I'd be willing to spend out. No, at this point, it's like I'm leaving with these shoes regardless yeah. of what they take. Scrape cash. <laughs> so I think there's a couple of people ahead of me that are trading in stuff. Uh, they finally get to me. They open my bag. They're going through it. I'll break it down for you all. I think I brought three cause Uniqlo shirts. I think one from... The Snoopy release, one from the Sesame Street release, and then one from, I think, what was his latest release, which was just Cause Characters. I bring in, speaking of, my Life of Pablo Kim K long sleeve Mm. that I was with you. That was an adrenaline purchase, Tanner. You know me. When was I ever going to wear a long sleeve t-shirt with Kim Kardashian in a bikini on the back of it? When has that ever been me? (laughs) That is true. Very... I, I'm not entirely sure. I knew I was like, I'm buying this. I was a little shocked whenever you said you were buying it, but I was like, hey, the hype. You know what I mean? What you going to do? I was in that moment, in that moment, in that zone. 
Yeah, you had some post-hype clarity. <coughs> I can't stop coughing. I think it's the granola. It's not I was COVID. Say- I know it's not COVID. We need the counter where it's like, how long has it been since I mentioned granola? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that shirt, I bring in a Yeezus tour merch shirt, which I think I told you it's a design that I'm pretty sure Jerry Lorenzo did. I love the cut and the style and the fit of it so much that I bought that shirt twice. So I still have mm. one of them, but I brought the other one up there because I was like, Ryan, you don't need it twice. But at the time I was like, I'm going to love this shirt. I'm going to wear this shirt so much. I'm going to need a second one. So it's that and a hoodie from the life of Pablo pop up uh, in Portland, Oregon that I got up there from a thrift store when I took a vacation up there. So those six shirts, the two pair of shoes I mentioned earlier, they're going through everything. I'm sitting there sweating. I've got my number in my head that I think it's all worth. But as I've mm-hmm. told you at this point, I'm pretty desperate. I'll take yeah. I'll take almost anything that comes at me. And they can smell it. You're damn right. <laughs> Which they probably could. They could probably see me sweating. So they go through everything and they and they give me a price for all the shirts and they say they're gonna pass on the two shoes. And I'm like, damn. They actually sorry, they passed on two of the shirts too. They passed on the Yeezus Tour merch shirt. And they pass on the life of Pablo hoodie for the clothes. They say they just don't think they have the audience for it. They don't think it'll sell. And I'm like, how are you going to sell the Kim K long sleeve, but not the life of Pablo hoodie? Like who is this audience? The Yeezus tour merch. I get, I get that. That's maybe a different audience, but But then the shoes, they know the hype beast. (laughs) That's what, that's what the hype beast wants. I need that same Pablo box logo on the front. I need Kim K on the back ASAP. Look, I'm buying that shirt over the hoodie. So fair enough. And then the shoes, they tell me that the shoes just aren't in good enough condition like what they normally sell. They say they're too used, which I could see the Miller High Lifes had a a good amount of heel drag on the back of them. Still plenty wearable, not falling apart. No major scuffs or stains. The Eries, I thought, were in fine enough condition. And so did Goat because I sold them on Goat like last week. And I got a good enough price for them. They passed authentication. So I was like, okay, whatever. The shoes I wasn't as worried about because I was like, I know I can sell those on goat later. I really wanted them to take the clothes because I didn't have a game plan to sell it. Yeah. So they gave me the number in store credit. I don't want to divulge the numbers. I don't want to divulge how much I spent here. But let's say I didn't get as much store credit as I had anticipated, but I was still okay with it. Because any store credit they were going to give me on the shirts is more than I was going to make trying to sell them myself because I didn't want to sell them myself. There you go. Hey, so there you go. It's all profit. Well, not all profit, but it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to quickly business quickly business economics that. with Tanner. No, no, no. Take the clothes you already have, sell them. That's all profit. All profit. There you go. They gave you a lot Didn't of money. You? They or they gave you all money, right? Well, there you go. That's all profit. <laughs> Teacher, didn't you pay for those shirts at one point? That's sunken cost. We've already we've already <laughs> paid that. That's that's not factored in here. It's all that's profit a, going forward. Ma'am, that's assumed loss. Okay, we're past that. Okay, that's <laughs> chapter that's chapter three. We're on nineteen right now, ma'am. Keep up. You know what you hear him say? That's the cost of doing business. Well, this is the cost of doing <laughs> business. <laughs> this is that cost they're talking about. What do you think? What do you think they mean when they say it? This is it. Easiest pie. So anyways, they go through everything. Uh, I asked to look at the shoes. I try them on pretty glove-like. I've had a pair of 10 and a half Air Maxes before. The Atmos Safaris, actually, the 2016. And those I had to change the insoles on because they Mm. were too small. So I was a little bit nervous about if these would be snug, but I was pretty confident. Okay, if they're too snug, I can change the insoles. I can take out the insoles. I will make it work for this shoe. 
as you should. And you'll see in the picture we post for this episode, these are in pretty darn good condition. There's a little bit of like, there's some like scuffs near the eyelets. It's kind of like on a dark colored, uh, it's a dark colored scuff on a light colored suede. The insole, the, not the insoles, the outsoles, which is what you pointed out. The outsoles were kind of dirty and you were like, yo, we can't even get like a courtesy wipe here. Like we're not even just wiping, like just the outsoles. It, I, I, I will never not understand that. <laughs> That's fine enough by me. That's easy enough to clean, but I was just like, that's a weird thing not to clean. Yo, a wet paper towel would have done something. <laughs> a wet wipe. Clorox. Yeah. We don't even have to go Jason Mark. Just go Clorox. Yeah. Come on. I'm trying I'm saving you money. <laughs> so, anyways, they they look like they're in good enough condition. They fit well enough. I'm pretty sold on them. I go back to them and I ask them if they can relook at the stuff they passed on. And I tell them, I'm like, I came here from Louisiana. I really don't want to take this stuff home. I might be open to like a less than market value offer on it. Just let me know if you could do anything. So they mm-hmm. they look again through the two pairs of shoes, the two shirts, decide flatly, no, they can't do anything on it. Damn. All right. I'm paying out of pocket now. So I buy them. Now, here's the thing. I looked at the pictures ahead of time, and I've been wanting a pair of these for so long that I know how to spot the fakes of these. And mm. I, I don't want, I don't want to put them on blast. A friend of the show mm. bought a fake pair of these not too long ago. And from looking at his picture, they look like all the other fakes I've seen. So I'm feeling pretty good about them. They come with the box. That's actually pretty nice. Okay. So get back to the hotel room that night. And I'm like, okay, I got to bring these home. I've had Amanda ship me an empty shoe box before. Oh yeah. The Yeezy 350 <laughs> sesame. Can anyone else relate to that? I wonder if anyone else has done that that's listening right now. I do. I I just love that that's the box that gets sent home for the the sesames. Like I know, not I know like it's a, a hard I, to get you. Just the sesames, like that's I the know box. It's a plain like, box. Tanner, every box matters. Okay, they all count to me. Yo, boxes they straight up fear me. Yo, I'll burn a vintage box of Jordans. I, I don't give a oh, frick. Oh, I. <laughs> Ended <laughs> it with the frick. Come on, man. You didn't have to go that hard on them. Look, when when I pick up shoes, I pick up shoes. If I when I'm like I'm done with these shoes, I give them away. Don't care. Don't care what the hype is. If I don't want them anymore, bye. Someone else wear them. I gave like twelve pairs of shoes to my neighbor. <laughs> Just gave them. Listen, I appreciate that. I applaud that. But when you sell them, that box matters. That box adds <laughs> to the price. I guess that's another thing. I've never I've never sold a shoe online. If I ever did, obviously, I, I would obviously be like, okay, well, I gotta keep these. But nah, over here, I'm. Just, Homeless dude, here's some Yeezys later. You're giving your Yeezys to a homeless dude instead of selling? No, that, that was a bad okay. move. I'm not selling my Yeezys. <laughs> I was like, we could scrap this whole episode right now and do that episode <laughs> instead. Tanner gives out Yeezys. Now, nah, I wish I had that kind of money. That'd be tight. <laughs> That's a hell of a flex. All right, back to you. <laughs> Get back to the hotel room. Start taking apart the box because I got to collapse it and it's got to come home with me. It, this box is one of the ones... Um, it's kind of like a Yeezy box. You know how it has the tray that comes out? It's not like the flip open top box on it. Yeah. So it's got the tray that comes out. I pull the tray out underneath the tray on the inside of the box is one of the little authentication cards from goat that has the holes Hmm. punched out on it. And now I'm wondering, did whoever dropped these off at round two sneak that down underneath there so that like, you know, they knew someone else would buy it. Maybe wonder whether or not they were legit, you know, had round two done a good enough job to check them. 
Like that was their way of sneaking that past round two in case round two was just going to throw it out or whatever. But so someone down the line, you know, would get that mm. peace of mind. Is gotcha. that conspiracy? Am I getting into Tanner territory here? I guess maybe it does hold some adults hold value. It It's suspicious enough to warrant a, a deep dive YouTube video. So <laughs> I like it. Cause here's, here's my thought with it. Anytime I've sold pairs on goat or something like that. And I still have like the original receipt from when I purchased it. I always want to put that in the box. Cause like, I wish I could pass that on to the whoever's buying them. So like they had the peace of mind if they're kind of like me and they've got that collector mentality, you know, they've got just another little part that went into it, but I am pretty sure that goat when they get it is just going to throw out anything that doesn't come with the shoe. So I don't know. I could understand why someone might try to sneak it in if that's what they were doing, Mm -hmm. or maybe it originally wasn't in like the actual tray and just at some point fell behind. I don't know. All interesting. So anyways, that's my story. I get home with them. I am mm, here's the, here's the thing about me. I will be 95% sure these are real and legit probably for the rest of my life because I didn't buy them right from Nike. And I've got this same issue with every shoe that I buy from a resale store. I'll legit (laughs) check it pretty frequently. I'll keep checking the subreddit uh, rep sneakers to see if like anyone's posting about finding a good rep of these. And then I compare that to mine, but Mm -hmm. So far, all the data, everything I've looked at, I can't find a fake pair that looks like mine. The fakes of these are pretty bad and easy to tell. So everything in my head keeps telling me these are real, but my gut won't let me sleep at night, Tanner. I think you always hold that in the back of your head whenever you're buying something used or, you know, like you said, not directly from, you know, Nike or Adidas or things like that. It's always in the back of your head. I think we we talked about this. Maybe I don't know. We've definitely talked about it to each other. I don't know on the podcast, but when we bought from uh, Union, you do kind of question because obviously it's being legit checked by just a person, you know. Mm-hmm. So you you're you're taking the word of somebody who maybe you know they didn't work at Nike. They did, you know what I mean. So you're just hoping that they're a little bit more knowledgeable than you. So. I, I, I get what you're saying. It is kind of always in the back of your head, you know, w- with my black semen threes, when I do wear them and I put them on, I'm always like, am I going to get called out one day on these or what's going on here? Okay. So that's actually, I was about to ask you that next. If you ever have that concern with your shoes, you bought from union and yeah, for everyone listening that knows Cody from union and, or knows people from round two, if you happen to, or just have respect for the store. This is no disrespect to them. This is not shots fired. Oh yeah. No, they're all doing a good job. It's just paranoia. Yeah. It's, it's paranoia on our part. And there's always, you know, I know that reps get better every day. They look closer to the real thing all the time. There's always a chance for human error. It's internal paranoia. It's no, it's no way we feel about those different types of stores. Yeah. Rest in peace union. I miss union. Oh yeah, if if when Union ever comes back, I'm 100% going back and buying shoes if it's something that I want and is at a good price. Yeah, it's definitely not going to stop me. It's 100% just me and my like anxiety of like, well, I didn't buy this from Nike, you yeah. know, or I didn't buy this from Champs that had it from, you know what I mean? So it's always it is always that. But no, yeah, this is definitely no shots at Union um or Round 2. They are both Great places to shop. Uh, it is 100% me and Ryan just being paranoid people. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that 1,000%. Yeah. 
So that's pretty much it. I really just wanted to do this episode because like I was telling you in the days leading up to flying out for Chicago, I was trying to see if I could find anything like on YouTube or Twitter or Reddit of anyone being like, Hey, I went shopping at round two and, or I went to sell stuff at round two and here's my experience. And there's Mm -hmm. only like a couple, a handful of videos on YouTube I found, but they're all what I describe as like hype beast lifestyle where like, it's going to be 10 minutes of the guy getting ready in his house and like catching up with his friend before he actually goes to round two and his friends filming him with the camera, but he's selling like dead stock pairs of the Travis Scott air force one. And you're like, okay, but that's not really my scenario here. And you know, like, yeah, I don't care how much they gave you for that. I need to find some specific other content. So for anyone wondering for you shoes, um, they didn't take mine. They said the condition wasn't good enough between you and me, Tanner, and I guess everyone listening. So I guess between mm-hmm. everyone, um, yeah. I felt like I saw some, uh, there were tweed dunk low SBs on the shelf that were in pretty similar condition to my Eries. So it might be a combination of things of like, you know, the condition wasn't good enough, but it's not hyped enough to warrant us taking like a less than stellar shoe. You know, if it's like a, yeah like one of the first Jordan one bread retros that came out, they'll take that one in used condition because it's hyped enough that someone will still want it. But something like a recent dunk that came out that wasn't one of the hyped ones. Maybe you're talking like 2017 and you've worn it might not get that much for it. They might not even want to take it. Yeah. They probably just went with the easy statement of, Oh, well they look like they're not in great condition where probably the more honest thing, like you're saying would have just been like, I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't know how long these are going to sit. I don't think that we're going to yeah. push these quickly. So we don't want to to hold on to these. You know, they, they didn't see these moving quickly because obviously, like you said, one of the pairs you bought, you sold on goat or maybe, yeah, they looked at it and was like, well, it doesn't really meet our price point threshold. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're not going to be able to sell it for a price that we generally sell. So um, which probably would have been, I mean, I feel like maybe that's a hard answer for people because then it people can really argue it. I feel like you, right. with, I mean, obviously they don't know you, but with like, I think your business <laughs> background, they definitely would have been like, you would have been like, that makes sense to me. I can understand yeah. that. Whereas, because then, like you said, you're going to see, or they're going to tell you, well, the condition's not that great. You're going to go look at their inventory and go, these are about the same condition. So yeah, I now I know you're lying to me. Like, just tell me what you got to <laughs> tell me. And they'll yeah. be good, you know, but I think that's just the easier answer, but, uh, oh, well, I get it though. I'll end the episode with a fun little challenge for our friends out there. Ooh, go to the round two Chicago Instagram. I don't know the actual handle, but go look them up. You can find it. Scroll through their post history. You can find the post where they listed the cause shirts, which I dropped off. So you're looking for a white cause Snoopy shirt. I think I dropped off a black cause Sesame street shirt and a blue cause. Uh, the character's called BFF, the blue furry shirt. Um, and the Kim K long sleeve. You don't have to go that far back. I, you're probably looking at a couple weeks back. You could find it. And I guess to that same note, you could go find the pair of shoes that I bought and see how much I paid for them. But there's a little, if you're looking for a little add on to today's episode, there's a little something for you to do. Hmm. A little homework. Well, not really homework. I like challenge. Challenge <laughs> yeah. is a fun one. Bonus, extra credit, maybe. Yeah, man. Why didn't teachers just call homework a challenge? Because I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but just sounds cooler. 
Yo, we need all the teachers listening right now to get at us and let us know if we can change this. We're trying to push this through Congress now. We got a bill. Come on. We are the change. <laughs> I love how many weird arcs this episode has had, but the granola one maybe still my favorite. With I And that was a while we went without mentioning the granola. That The counter's going, but not bad. Reset, but it's okay. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of State of the Union. Let us know how you feel about episodes like this and this type of content where we kind of just tell a story of something we went through and, you know, maybe there's a little bit more of a discussion to it. Maybe not. Maybe it's just like a, Hey, here's a story thing. We'll still keep cranking out a lot of the other content as well, but we're trying to introduce some new stuff as well. Keep y'all on your toes. Yeah. This one's a little bit more loosey goosey, not a, a whole lot of structure to it. Kind of, chaotic so it might be might be i guess a hard listen to but uh these are always fun for the both of us just to kind of throw in just to get a i guess kind of away from the you know we don't we don't want to be like a a sneaker news-esque thing um so these are always fun to just throw in and kind of get get, put our personal touch you know what i mean on the podcast this episode kind of like calls out to the the idea the original idea behind the podcast that we had which was like you and I talk about sneaker stuff and just stuff all the time. Why don't we just record it and put it out there? That's kind of what this one is. Just a conversation. Granted, I already told you this story like two weeks ago because I was too excited. But, you know, <laughs> we'll get a little bit better. At maybe planning the recordings going forward. Eh, Lucy goosey, baby. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. You can tell by me eating granola on this episode about where my <laughs> energy's at with planning. <laughs> planning energy pretty low right now. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of State of the Union. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Shoe Podcast. While you're there, if you want to join our Discord, it's basically a giant group text and chat for our friends and fans. Hit us up in our DMs. Ask us for the link. We'll be more than happy to share it with you. we got a few little new people in there that I don't know and you don't know. None of us know. They're just fans of the Ooh. show. And that's hey, cool. That's what we want. We want some outside opinions. We don't want to be locked in our own echo chamber. Yuck. I want someone to get in there and defend wearing the StockX tag on your shoes, okay? I want to hear from that person. There you go. I like it. You can also check us out online at shoepodcast.com. As we mentioned earlier in the episode, we've got a blog section over there. I'm trying to get a little bit more active with writing some blog posts. I'm trying to work that muscle a little bit. If you read it and you've got some feedback on what you like or what you don't, again, send us another DM. Let us know. I'm very much looking to improve. And lastly, wherever you listen to the show, Please make sure to rate and review and subscribe so that you always know when the episodes come out. We want to read the reviews. We want to know. We want to grow. Tanner, let me ask you, wise words of the week. What do you got for our friends of the show here? It's a simple one. It's a timely one. Are you registered? Hopefully you are because I think it's too late for it. (laughs) Um, But... Um, if you are, because obviously you should be registered to vote already, uh, do you know where your uh, poll place is? Make sure you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you go. Make sure you have your your ID. You're ready to go. Exercise that right to vote. Look, I'm going to say it. There's different opinions. Honestly, just go vote. I don't want to mm-hmm. push my political opinion, and I don't want to say anyone else's is wrong, uh, at least on the podcast. Um, so just go vote. If you have, if you're able to, um, I guess able to in the sense of if you are old enough to vote, go ahead and vote. Um, it is very important that we do it. Make your voice heard. 
November 3rd. Ooh. Oh, wow. That rhymes. I haven't heard that yet. I want to believe you just came up with that. Don't tell me otherwise. I, I want to. I, I was from the dome, baby. I like that. Listen, I know we don't want to push our political agenda here, but I will. For all my friends and coworkers that know me, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is not the year to play around and go vote for Kanye. Okay. I know it's funny. Yeah. I know it's Mimi. This is not the year to play around and go do it. Mm-mm. I'm going to say that. This is for all my coworkers that assumed I went and lined up at McDonald's at midnight to get the Travis Scott meal, okay? I got a little bit of reasonableness to me. And you're like, Ryan, I just saw you in the office today wearing auto lacing shoes. I've got, I, I know when to play and I know when not to play, okay? Yeah. Let me put it Come that on. way. Look, uh, Ryan, in post, put, a, put a, a school bell going on right here. Nice. Okay, that's the bell right there. It's telling you recess is over. <laughs> I got to go find a, now I got to go find a school bell sound effect online. All right. I got, listen, I got my own homework now. We got to wrap this thing up and get out of here. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of State of the Union. We'll be back next Friday with another one. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host, Tanner Young.